sometimes people, when they've had a lot of experiences, start functioning from fighting against not getting hurt versus fighting for their true love story. How you love your life is your love life. So, you know, this person is not going to make your life your life. You make your life your life. What if there really actually is no compromise and that it, it's all a co-creation? It's all a co-creation. The word compromise immediately implies that you're cutting off a limb somehow. Are you feeling stuck, lost, tired, or uninspired? We've all been there, including myself. I'm Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. I'm here to tell you that the best, unapologetic, and limitless version of yourself is yet to come. The Born Unbreakable podcast is here to inspire just that. With motivating guests from all different walks of life and around the world, their stories will empower you to unlock abundance and your unbreakable spirit. Do you need accountability? Reach out to me for a free consultation of how I can support you in reaching your maximum potential. This episode is brought to you by Sherpa Way Marketing. Are you a business looking to gain greater visibility online through search engine optimized content? Maybe you need effective ad campaigns to kickstart or bolster traffic to your website. Sherpa Way Marketing has seasoned experts that are bilingual in English and Spanish. Let them take the guesswork away and enhance your brand positioning with their comprehensive marketing services. Go to SherpaWayMarketing.com. That's S-H-E-R-P-A-W-A-Y marketing.com to schedule your free 45-minute consultation today. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm your host, Coach Des, and I have an amazing guest today. I'm so excited because we are going to talk about relationships and love. So if you are a single lady or know a single lady, this is definitely going to be an episode you want to forward because we're going to have some fun with this. So dating does not have to be scary. It can be exciting. It can be fun, but you do have to open up your mind uh, to the possibilities. And that's what we're going to get into today. Um, Macy Matarazzo is a relationship coach and she does things in a fun, unique way, we're going to talk about something called the unicorn experiment. So we'll get into that. But she really does help smart women to find extraordinary love without having to lose, you know, themselves or anything else. So, um, you know, I know from my own personal experience, having lots of girlfriends and conversations and meeting women everywhere I go, that this can be tough dating, relationships, kind of being stuck and maybe thinking about a crappy relationship that you had or just that trauma of things that you're worried about carrying forward or what if that happens again? And so there are a lot of distractions or noise that can be a part of the process. But uh, today, the goal is to really get out of your head. Get out of that headspace and get into a space that puts you open and ready for a different, better unicorn experience. So welcome to the show, Macy. Oh my God, I'm so glad to be here. And that was the best introduction ever because it truly is all that you said. And so much of this is you know, really making that choice to believe in that beyond. Yes. And I happen to be the most avid lover of unicorns. I love that. And so I do believe, I do believe in magic. I do believe in beyond. And I do believe that marvelous things can happen and that we have the power to manifest the things that we want, especially when it comes to love and relationships. But I have to start with asking you, how did you get into this space? What was your journey to getting into 
one of the most, you know, interesting, intricate spaces that there yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is kind of interesting where we land because I grew up as a child of the 70s and I was one of two sisters in a family. So my dad was very encouraging and saying, you know what, you can have everything, women can do it. And, and it was the underlying message I got was, well, you don't need a man, you can do it all. And there was this sense going into college and, you know, where people are looking to that next step of creating a family, getting married, doing that whole scene. And my goal was, I want to be able to be a powerful woman and have that success. And it felt like wanting to have a husband would be like, not cool. So. Oh, one yeah. Of those. So oh. it was, it was, <laughs> I was really prioritizing that and, and, you know, yet, yet, if I were really honest with myself, what I wanted more than anything was to have that special person in my life. And who doesn't? I mean, a lot of people really do. I mean, we're human. We long to connect. We want to feel adored. We want to adore another person. And, you know, there may be some people who aren't choosing that, but most people I meet have that desire to have a relationship. And, and if they don't, it's usually because of some of the things you said in the intro oh, wow, you know, it didn't work before. Why would I do it again? Or there's trauma or abuse or fear. And we collect these stories and ideas that make it harder. And for me, as I got older, it did get harder. As I got older, and it wasn't just happening for me, right? It wasn't just showing up. It wasn't Prince Charming showing up that my conclusion was there must be something wrong with me. So how many times do yeah. women tell themselves? Yeah. And that? I was in my forties looking around at all my friends who were married and you, it's easy to decide that, Oh, that was easy for them, but not for me. And Oh, everybody else is happy. And, and I'm not that kind of thing. So it was, in my early 40s where I, well, I woke up on my 40th birthday or around then and I decided, wait a second, this is not what I want my future to be. I do want to be an old lady on the porch with my man, you know, complaining about kids and, <laughs> you know, sharing yes. memories. Your lemonade. Yeah. So... <laughs> so that's when I made a choice to do things differently. And I really put two feet in, looked at my life, hired a coach, did the inner work. And over a relatively short period of time, I really transformed from the inside out. And it wasn't that I wasn't doing personal development. It wasn't that I wasn't dating before then. It was just changing the way I was functioning in my life around relationships. And when I did that, I definitely saw a different reality for myself. And within a short period of time, I met my husband, Larry, who was totally different than anyone else I'd ever dated. And I call him laser beam Larry. And like you fell out of the sky and just, yeah. And it universe. was a conscious creation. So you know, you mentioned we can create our life. You said we can manifest our life. And it is true. It really is true that it takes a little grit to kind of, you know, shift the Titanic from old victim ways, you iceberg, know, iceberg. To, <laughs> to a new direction. It takes a minute. And it does take some discipline and grit. It's not just going to happen. And your life is not just happening to you. You're manifesting all the time anyway. So it's like, what do you want to consciously create? 
that's the decision you have to make. Yeah. And I, I noticed that I was telling myself, oh, there must be something wrong with me. I'm too weird for love. And of course, I would have relationships that reflected that. Right. Yeah. yeah. We, we do that. We talk ourselves into the environment, right, that we end up in. And so, you know, that does bring me to this question around how do you have a clean slate? Because I do think that whether you're a man or a woman, you know, there's experiences that you have that can color or possibly taint your future experiences. And so it sometimes then pigeonholes us into traps that we've been in uh, and are worried about repeating because we know that certain things didn't work before. and particularly when there was something traumatizing in a previous relationship, it is difficult for somebody to move past that to say, you know, I really like what you did, did the inner work. I want to do the inner work so I don't carry those demons with me forward. What are some of the things that people have to do if they want to start on the right, right foot? This is, this is kind of big because, of, I mean, the first one is it's pretty simple, but a lot of people don't do this, is decide it. Decide, I am going to create something different. Making that decision to take responsibility for your life. And then I would say if you are clearly noticing that the external world is not what you want when it comes to relationships or what you've created up until now is not working for you, then you may need some support if you're not sure what it is, because sometimes it's not easy to see our own blind spots. I mean, we don't know what we don't know. So I really recommend especially when it comes to relationship, to have support. Because like me, I was trained to be an independent woman, you know, and getting support was not easy. And guess what a relationship is? It is being in a relationship, connected, being able to be vulnerable, being able to be seen and heard and share and connect. So it was really helpful for me to learn those skills and actually have someone support me in going underneath those blocks. And when I work with clients, I do a process called regenerating images and memory. And the beauty of that is that it's not a talking thing. It's not, it's not a story thing. It's not, okay, this is my life and this is what's happened. And so now let's try to figure it out. This is about going into the subconscious space via the imagination and accessing those places so that it can come into the conscious space and where you can change it. And that has been one of the fastest ways I've seen clients transform their relationship to relationship. Yeah, that's amazing. That imaginative space, you know, it's like you watch those love stories and get inspired of there could be someone out there. There is serendipity. There, there is hope out there. So once someone gets to a place where they're mm -hmm. making a decision, putting that into the ether, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. I deserve happiness. I deserve joy. And then the next question becomes, oh gosh, well, how? <laughs> how do I put myself out there? Do I go meet people naturally? There's 8,200 different apps I could get on. Like, yeah. where do I begin with this? Well, I would like oh. to start changing the way we think about the modern dating world. I mean, if I could just say that there's no, this is organic, organic and this is not this is natural this is not let's just delete all that because we are here where we are on the planet you and i are talking across the country and we're as if we're sitting next to each other so there's 
amazing ways to meet new people. I would never probably have bumped into you naturally, and I'm so grateful to know you. So why not be open to all of the ways? And and I'm, I'm not saying that online and, and apps are the only way, but it is an amazing way. It's an amazing addition to this space, especially if you know you would like to meet a person. And once you're really clear about who you are and you've done that inner work and you're not functioning from fear and doubt and the past and like, oh, I better not get it wrong or I better not do that again. Because sometimes people, when they've had a lot of experiences, start functioning from fighting against not getting hurt versus fighting for their true love story. And when you can start switching that, then, you know, a lot of different things can show up. And it does take a totally different mindset to date in this world when there are a lot of avenues. There's a lot of spaces. And if you're coming in wounded or you know, broken in some ways, not that there's anything wrong with anyone, but sometimes we can come with sort of a broken idea of who we are and what we deserve, that that's going to be magnified in this world. So it's even more important than ever to gift yourself that support and heart healing and clarity and you know, so that you can really, truly be aligned with your amazing love story. Because if you have that desire, you have everything you need to create it. It just can be, I think you said, noise. You, I love that you said that. You said distractions and noise. That is <clears throat> so important to understand because that really will distract you. And then you'll think that's all you deserve. And that's not true. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many forms of it. And I think that's why clarity is so critical. There's everything from the horror stories that you might see on, you know, like Dateline. I do watch Dateline. So, you know, I see a thing or two. Um, and sometimes it's just even in the mm -hmm. other relationships around oh. you. Perhaps there's been toxicity that you've observed, maybe within your own family or your close friends or close friends putting yep. things in your ear and saying, all men are terrible. And there's just, you know, it's better off to keep them far away because they'll just break your heart. Or, you know, there's, there's things like that. And then you are in a space of, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't have hope. So I think when you have clarity, it helps you to recognize that when there are those distractions that come up, you still are standing firm in your conviction of what you want and not letting that negativity, you know, penetrate your, your, your aura. It's true. And your vibe, it really right? is. And that does take grit. It takes discipline. It takes really being willing to claim your love story. And that's not, Mm -hmm. easy. And, you know, I say it's not easy because I'm hoping that people who are listening that really do want to create, you know, an amazing relationship, take note and say, you know what, I'm choosing this, I am having this and, and really take a stand for love in a way that maybe you haven't done before. And your friends are not your dating coach. Let's just be frank. Most people around you are not going to be helpful in this way because oftentimes people are like, oh, wow, if she gets a really great boyfriend, then look at me and I don't have one. And there's there's that that factor. There's, oh, my gosh, then we're not going to spend as much time together or just other people who haven't done their own inner work who actually truly do believe all men are jerks and blah, bitty, blah, whatever. So, you know, mm -hmm. that's where I think that, I mean, obviously I'm, I am this, so I would believe it, but <laughs> where I think love coaching is 
priceless because everything is a relationship. And when you can really truly have that relationship where you're with yourself, that you're honoring yourself and you know how to create your life and you know how to be kind and loving and not take everything personally and live your life in the conscious loving relationship with yourself and others there's nothing you can't mm -hmm. have absolutely so let's talk about the unicorn love experiment what is it how did it come about how is it helping yeah, well, people today um this specific unicorn love experiment that is coming up which is perfect timing because I'm starting a six week unicorn love experiment on Monday. So this one is, um, it is an opportunity to be in a small community and actually practice some of these skills and go underneath the surface and get to those place, places and spaces where we're unconsciously functioning against our love story and change it and then be practicing for six weeks which is an amazing amount of time you don't even need that much time but we're taking that much time because there's a lot of things we get to play with not only in the healing work but in the actual practical like here's how you can create a profile or put yourself out there but here are communication skills and like there, it's just the whole range of using everything that's required, which I call the art and the consciousness of finding the one to be that for long enough to have that. Yeah. And I think there's, there's a few things that are really intriguing about what you said. One of them, which I'm just a big advocate for is community and being in a space where there's people around you who are like-minded with the same pursuit the same goals that give you energy when you're in energy and spaces that fuel you you're encouraged and it gives you some fuel to to do what it is that you want to do so i think that's amazing um then i think the other thing which i actually was talking about in a mastermind early this morning is working on self-sabotage and the things that we do subconsciously that we need to make more conscious so we can make different decisions because that's where i think that's mm -hmm. where the, the work is is we just gravitate to habits that yeah. don't serve and we us. don't even know we're doing it half the time like it's happening we're sabotaging and then we think oh this is why i can't have love or see maybe it's not in the cards. And then we come up with these kinds of conclusions and definitions. And once you're in those conclusions, unless you ask a question or get some support, that's gonna be your life. So, you know, you can't, you can't heal relationship stuff in a vacuum. So you've gotta be in a relationship. And for so many people of my generation and a lot of the women that come to me, we grew up where our parents were, you know, taught that the best parenting was, you know, leave the baby in the crib to cry. And, and so there's a lot of us who have interestingly not supportive attachment styles, and it takes developing that safety and security within ourselves to have that kind of healthy relationship. And you can change that from, you know, fearful and avoidant to secure. So a lot of what we do in the experiment is knowing what that is and being able to do that for yeah. ourselves and be way more aware than we were before. Because yeah. it does start with self-awareness, right? Like when you don't know what you don't know, it is mm -hmm. difficult to move forward. When you don't realize, oh my gosh, I have this attachment style where I mm -hmm. have abandonment issues or I have, you know, you don't even know 
what it is that is your block and getting in the way. Once you figure that out, you pinpoint it, you can work through that, and then it clears this pathway for you to go, oh my gosh, now that all the leaves are gone and I can actually walk (laughs) through here, there's going to be some different things on the other side that I weren't even in my sights before because there wasn't a line of sight. So that's really, really big. So I'm curious about this because this is a process. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, sit here and tell anyone who's listening that yeah. this is, and that's why you have a program. I mean, it takes six weeks because you have to have, like you said, practice some behaviors before it becomes more natural and it feel, and you gain more confidence mm-hmm. as you're going through this process. You know, first you make a decision. This is what I want. I'm committed to doing things differently. Then you start to open yourself up. You're beginning to do the inner work. You're practicing new things. You're in community that supports you. Now you get to the mm-hmm. point where you're actually dating and it's exciting. And you're like, whoa, there's like more than one option that I have. Because I think that happens too, where at first there's, you're like, this pond is empty. The next thing you know, you put the right food out there and all these fish just start coming through and you're like, oh, I have options. I have options. So what are some of the things that are important for women to, you know, look for and focus on so that they can get, you know, to that person that now I'm making a time investment that's worth Mm -hmm. it. I'm sort of weeding through um, some different opportunities here to get, you know, close to what it is that I want. How do you like yeah, go through I that think process? The first thing that people need to realize, which I put as like a blanket sort of mantra, is how you love your life is your love life. So, you know, this person is not going to make your life your life. You make your life your life. And then that's what's beautiful to other people. So when you get more clear about who you are, then you know who would be really fun for you to play with, right? Because if you are the type of person who's super active and you like getting out into the mountains or hiking or doing different things, likely your person is sort of like that too, right? I mean, I, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty clear to me that You know, a lot of people will say, yeah, but they don't have to like everything I like. And I'm like, yeah, but let's look at what would be fun. What would be really fun? You know, (laughs) you know, as long or they'll say, as long as he tolerates that I like to go to church three times a week. Well, no, I mean, if you value that, wouldn't it be fun to have a person who also values the same religious beliefs as you? So letting yourself start from that and and choosing you first and then, you know, it's remembering one that this is a unicorn person. You are a unicorn. Your person's a unicorn. And that doesn't mean there's only one of them. Like I do actually think that there's probably a handful of great people that we can match with. So it's not a scarcity thing, but It is a thing to remind us that when we're looking out into the world, whether we're just going to an event or we're signing up online for, you know, match.com or something like that, that most people are not your person. That's normal. So it's normal. A lot Mm -hmm. of people have this really interesting point of view where they go online they're like oh no yuck 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 and it's like well yeah most people are not your person let's stop the judgment and just go Mm -hmm. who looks fun there may be days when nobody looks fun for you or doesn't really match what you love that's okay it's totally Mm -hmm. okay so it's more about not needing to go into a sad or judgmental story about everything that doesn't work and just go next, next. Yeah. Yeah. I think women in particular can really overthink this. 
And when you get into that arena, you just stop. So, so much opportunity, you know, it's, you do have to wake up with an attitude of yesterday was yesterday. Today's a new day. And you're continuing to stay in that, that realm. And of that openness. takes being um, born unbreakable, because, honestly, yeah. like really using these principles that you all have probably been collecting from this podcast and from our conversation that is that that grit and that commitment to ourselves. And I think that's such a core part, and that's what I love about your approach, is the part of putting yourself first. And, and this is why I often see people who are uh, maybe going through a second or third or fourth round of their selection process because maybe there is a few ones that didn't didn't work out they they have a better experience because in previous situations and relationships they weren't right. secure in the self uh, you know, I, I know I've personally experienced that and had to do a ton of self-work and I've see, see that in women where it's a very easy thing to do. And going to your point about like eras and modern times compared to things of the past and just patterns that women have had, if even, even you don't even have to go back too far, you know, we don't have to go all the way back to the 1500, you could just go 1900s where there is a very subservient culture that permeated and persisted where women would, I don't really have to find all the things I like and all my passions, but I will be a woman behind the man and just adapt. I'll adapt to who they are and what they like and what they want because they're the providers and I'll, I'll adjust, you know, myself to fit that. And I think that is old thinking that doesn't match up to how much evolution we've had where women can be everything that they want to be fun, creative, ambitious, successful, and put that out there for a man to appreciate and love and accept and not feel as if there is a compromise that's too big, like that is too big of a price to pay. Cause of course there's always some compromise in relationships. There has to be, but you're not compromising who you are for the sake mm -hmm. of having somebody there. Yeah. You know? So that to me is, is such a, that it, in in my assessment is one of the biggest things that predict the longevity of a relationship because it it can be easy to maybe chameleon and adapt a little bit until you found mm -hmm. that you've lost yourself and are unhappy in this relationship that you've right lost your well identity. I like to remind people of a couple things because it is really scary I mean so many of us I can't imagine anyone listening to this who hasn't had some experience of that and one thing i like to say is what if there really actually is no compromise and that it it's all a co-creation it's all a co-creation the word compromise immediately implies that you're cutting off a limb somehow like so energetically yeah. i have oh, a hard time yeah. playing with that word i'm very sensitive to words too so i my husband's always like, oh, God, you're such a word police. Um, but <laughs> I love yeah, words. so they that's matter. where I was like, OK, I know why I don't like that word. So um, the co-creation space is really fun. And I actually do see where people can bring themselves and in the relationship become something greater. And so I want people to know that is possible. And I know what you're talking about. And yeah, there are places where we, like, for example, with my partner, there are things that I don't naturally do. Like, I'm actually not naturally touchy-feely. I'm not. And 
he loves that. So I know that when I gift him that, like I'm a little more affectionate or holding his hand or give him a hug when I see when he comes home from work, that that creates greater for both of us. That's not a compromise. Mm -hmm. That's me gifting my partner what I know creates great stuff for both of us. And same with him. He's not big on doling out the words necessarily. That's not necessarily his autopilot, but he knows that when I'm stressed, mm -hmm. if he says something very simple and it needs to be simple, I've coached him on this, like, hey, everything's mm -hmm. gonna be okay. <laughs> I love well, this is relationship. So it's like, he'll say, we got this or something like that. He used to go on this whole like, you know, monologue and I'm like, too many words. I just need the simple, like we got this and I, it'll relax my body. And so we learn these things. So that's, that's a huge part of yeah. one of the pieces I want people to hear. Um, there's, there's two more. The other thing is, you know, I'm looking at your name born unbreakable. People ha have to remember that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. So when you put yourself in the dating world, no matter what happens, you've survived everything up until now, no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. So stop, you know, hyper protecting and show up for yourself and do some of these practices that we're talking about or join the unicorn love experiment and come wire yourself for something different. And then the, the final thing is even if we think we have lost ourselves in a relationship, because I know I felt that way multiple times and I didn't even know I was doing it. I just thought this is how I have to do relationship. If they find out who I really am, there's no way they're gonna sign up for this. That was my reality for a very long time until I recognized that that was creating some crap in my life. So, so even if you think you've lost yourself, you can never lose you. You can never lose you. You're always there. You may not be listening. You may not be listening, but you can learn. That is brilliant. If there's one section of the podcast that you need to re-listen to, replay those couple of minutes because that is is so simply but eloquently put you know you commit to yourself and you're right we've existed until this point yeah. and we've survived so many things regardless of what happens right we're gonna be okay we're gonna right you're gonna persevere and the great thing about relationships is you do nothing but learn more and more with every turn, right? Every time you take a crack and you, I mean, think about athletes. That's their, they're such an inspiration for resilience because, you know, they lose a lot more games than they win, but they don't stop yeah. walking up to the plate and using that bat again, or, you know, shooting that hoop again, or going for that touchdown. They don't let all of the things that didn't work or had lost the game keep them from playing totally. the game it's again. It's so true. It is so, a good metaphor. You know what? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is brilliant. So your your um, program starts on Monday and how does it work? How is it? it is, is it a certain frequency? Um, how if someone is interested because they are at a place in their life where they are ready and they are open, but they, they do need the support. They do want community. Um, what's the process? This is a weekly, basically training healing session. So we're going to combine the, the magic of regenerating images and memory and some consciousness teachings and tools like we've been talking about so that ultimately each week you're building more 
habits for attracting love in a, in the way that, you know, really, well, attracting the kind of relationship that matches you and, and being with yourself in a way mm-hmm. that is relationship healthy. So um, each week we'll meet, then I typically do a daily practice that people can join in or not, but it's recorded and we, we just incrementally use these practices and principles. And being in the community means that you can ask questions or you can, um, you know, be with like-minded people, be seen, be heard, be adored for six weeks so that you are excited. I mean, a lot of people will come and be a little bit anxious or frustrated or maybe even exhausted by dating in some ways, or, you know, hopefully not too hopeless, because I think when people are too hopeless, they don't really choose. But, um, but then, yeah, we'll have, a, we'll have that. And then there's a bunch of different bonuses that are included in the program too. So, Oh, that's awesome. So people would go to superloved.com. Get superloved.com. That's just brilliant. Get superloved.com. I'll put it in the show notes. So if for some reason you're driving or something and you forget, uh, you can just go there. (laughs) Don't uh, hurt yourself and be be in danger. Um, You can go there and find it. Um, So that is awesome. And I want to, I want to wrap with just a couple questions that will help people get to know you better. Um, So the first one is Macy, what makes you unbreakable? That is amazing. It's probably my choice to commit to myself every day and know that I am a powerful creator. And I dedicate myself to creating my life. I don't think there's anything more powerful than that waking up and committing to yourself Mm -hmm. every day. That is beautiful. Okay. What is something on your bucket Mm, list? Definitely going to Thailand and being with baby elephants somehow. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I want to uh, go to Australia to see the koala. So on on my charm bracelet, I have a baby koala to remind me. (laughs) So I I can make any baby animals everywhere. I know. You need an elephant one. (laughs) I love animals. They just like, oh, make my day better. All I have to do is turn on, you know, Animal Planet or National Geographic and I'm like, oh, life is good again. Yeah. I love animals. Okay. What is a self-limiting belief that you've had to overcome? That I am too weird to love. Wow. Well, (laughs) I'm glad you got over that because clearly <laughs> you are amazing to love and mm-hmm. now you get to help others recognize that in themselves. Okay. What about on the opposite end? What's a superpower? Something that you're really good at? Well, I am a massive creator. So I've always felt deep in my soul that anything I want to actually make, like make with my hands, even I can make. So that's one. And just being a projector, I don't know if anyone knows about human design. I do have the ability to see people's futures and I'm very intuitive in that way. That is an amazing skill set. <laughs> that is awesome. I think a lot of us would want to be able to tap into that. But Macy, 
for anybody who's listening right now, what is one last piece of advice that you would give I'm going to reiterate how you love your life is your love life, because that is everything. And if you are honoring yourself and choosing the things that light you up and playing into love, you it's inevitable that you'll be with your person. I love that. <laughs> that is beautiful. That is beautiful. Okay. How can people find you? Yes. So we've talked about your website, right? So get superlove.com. Are there other places that people can go to get in touch with you? That's probably the best. I mean, I am on Facebook. I do have a super loved group that people can join that I post in their videos and tips and what's going on in, in the super loved world. Um, that can be a powerful community for people and it's a free but private community. So you can look up super loved and yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram too. Um, and I have love vibe TV on YouTube, which I'm going to be doing a lot more of that. So I have tons of videos on YouTube. Go to love vibe TV on YouTube. Amazing multitude of ways that you can connect with Macy, but this, this has been truly such an amazing conversation. I, I really do believe that people can have incredible love. And I hope that this podcast episode is inspiration and a reminder for that. If you're out there and you feel like you've lost hope or that just like Macy said, there's those moments where you're like, maybe there is something wrong with me. Maybe I am a weirdo that you yeah. use this opportunity to make a decision today that yes. you're going to do something different. Oh, so thank, thank you for, you for the amazing questions amazing and the message, because I think people know they're born unbreakable. They know that no matter what happens, they'll be okay. This is where we can change the world. Awesome. Love and relationships. What a fun topic. Oh my gosh. I hope that if you are single or you know someone that is single or you just love listening to discussions about love and relationships, that you enjoyed this episode, that you learned something, that you were reminded of something, that you were inspired by something. One of my favorite parts of my discussion with Macy was this concept about co-creation. Co-creation is such a great word and there's so much packed in that. When you co-create, there's a couple of things that are happening. Number one, there's a commitment to learning and growth. Number two, there is an essence of expansiveness of taking where you are and opening yourself up to possibilities to expand the way you think, the way that you approach, uh, the way that you engage on something. And there's compassion and understanding and more awareness that comes when you're in the space of co-creation and it's imaginative. It's focused on possibilities. It's focused on uh, what could be the next best version of your relationship, which keeps it exciting. That is often what is a damper in relationships is when things feel mundane, too repetitive, boring. When you're co-creating together, often you are keeping that excitement that you can sustain. It doesn't have to just be the honeymoon period that's at the beginning of a relationship. So I, I really love that she went beyond compromise and really move that word to the side and embraced this essence of co-creation. So 
I want to leave you with that to say, what does that look like for you? How can you do more co-creation in your current relationship if you are in one? Or what does that look like as you embark on the relationship that you are seeking to be in? That's a beautiful thing. And it's something I think that we can all focus a little bit more on is working together in harmony toward new possibilities with the people that we love. So I will leave it at that. Check out getsuperloved.com where you can learn more about Macy, the amazing work she does, and the unicorn love experiment that launches on Monday. And uh, yeah, make a decision. This could be the day that you make that decision to pursue manifesting a relationship that is going to bring you so much love, adornment, joy, and all of the beautiful things that you want in your future. I want that for you. I want that for all of us. So go forth and and, uh, take action because you know, like I always say, you are your only limit. So take action today. Rate and review this podcast episode. Share it. Make sure you're subscribed. Thank you so much to Ava Media Productions for making this podcast better and better all the time. I appreciate it so much, and I certainly appreciate all of you for being here. So tune in next time for episode 97. Holy moly, we are getting closer to 100. I'll see you then.